2: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, November 1st. Hope everybody had a splendid month of October. Halloween was safe and candy filled. I will be celebrating the candy by getting a crown. Yes, a crown. If anybody's ever had that dental procedure done, yeah, looking for, not looking forward to it. It'll be my second crown, actually. I do have a sweet tooth, as you guys know. Um, Yeah, I'll be getting a crown to start the month of November. Very, very fun and exciting. Also exciting, holy cow, the NFL trade deadline was actually kind of sort of popping. It's like as if we couldn't end October with more exciting news and start November with excitement. We get James Harden getting shipped from the uh, 76ers to the paperclips. He gets his wish. We'll get to that. But we got to start with the NFL trade deadline. I have some takes that Sixers fans are not going to like on on Harden and and Embiid and you guys could get all excited about draft picks 5 years from now and you can you know huddle with those and to keep you warm at night during this long winter but get a clue come on all right let's start with the NFL let's go to the big move the San Francisco 49ers bolstering what was already a pretty spectacular front the defensive front of the 49ers. Now, it has not been amazing as it has been uh, in their recent uh, last season, of course, and then when they went to the Super Bowl and lost to uh, Patrick Mahomes. It hasn't been as good as that. But, I mean, Nick Bosa gets a running mate in the form of Chase Young, the former number two overall pick by Washington in 2020. He, of course, had the the gruesome injury injury. Two years ago, and he just has not been the same player since. As a rookie, he was phenomenal. But here's the thing now he's in a contract year, right? He's got five sacks, and some of the advanced metrics say he's playing better than he did as a rookie. So the Niners pick up Chase Young, and instantly my mind goes, Well, I remember a team that was, you know, pretty good, but uh, they kind of hit a rough patch, and, um, they added this like defensive end who was a machine and obviously high value. Uh oh yeah, Von Miller going to the LA Rams, if you guys remember, for second and third round picks. Devon Miller was already on the Hall of Fame track. He had uh, had a dominant career. And the Rams add him, and of course he comes up big for for LA on the way to their Super Bowl win. Chase Young obviously not had the career, not even close to Von Miller, but coming out of Ohio State by the way where he went with Nick Bosa um you know Chase Young was the perception was this guy's gonna be incredible like he's gonna be uh, unbelievable he, he just size speed power everything and you know the injuries have kind of slowed him down but just remember the 49ers defensive strategy is this we want to get pressure with four we don't want to blitz we want to hang back with our secondary, which is struggling, our fantastic linebackers. And when we get home with the four-man rush, it's going to force you into mistakes and we'll just dominate. And that's what the Niners' defense has thrived on here the last few years. Now... The depth is still there. Remember, they also have Drake Jackson, the kid from USC, who's good. He's in the rotation. Cleveland Farrell, the kid from Clemson. He was the number four overall pick in 2019. He he started his career with the Raiders. It didn't really pan out. He was taken too early. He's solid in the rotation. They just got Randy Gregory a couple weeks ago. And Javon Kinlaw, also a first-round pick in 2020. They've got six pass rushers. I mean, you could play Kinlaw on the outside. He plays inside, too. But, like, you've got a rotation there where you're going to constantly get pressure on the opponent and when the chips are down in a postseason game and you've got to get to Dak Prescott and you've got to get to Jared Goff and you've got to get to Jalen Hurts, you could bet your bottom dollar this depth on the front line of the 49ers is going to get home. Now, one large reason they're able to do this is because Brock Purdy is on his rookie deal and he doesn't cost anything. I have been imploring the Dallas Cowboys to go out and go get Derrick Henry. Uh, go get Devontae Adams. Well, Jason, they can't afford him. Uh, yeah. Uh, look around. When the Rams went on their Super uh the year they won the Super Bowl, right before the trade deadline, they restructured the lineman Havenstein. Um, there was, a, I think the Buffalo Bills, was it last year or two years ago, they restructured. Like You could look it up. Every October, smart teams restructure deals to free up cap space and make a move that hopefully puts you over the top. Now, the 49ers, it was a little easier because they got Purdy on the rookie deal, but I didn't see a lot of other contenders make splashy plays like this. This is just a good move. Now, you know, NFL is different than the NBA, obviously. They're not just um, spending frivolously and just grabbing everything they can and going all in. People are just (laughs) – they're not as aggressive. Maybe it's from the owners. Maybe the front office didn't want to make moves. I'm just surprised that nobody else really did anything significant Who's in the mix? Like everybody thought that the I even mean, the Lions go get Donovan Peoples Jones. Like okay, you've got depth at receiver. Amara St. Brown's always hurt. Um, Jamison Williams uh, has had a couple suspensions. You know Josh Reynolds has had a couple drops and fumbles. Like it, 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 you know we let's add depth. Let's get Donovan Peoples Jones. So they got him. Like is he a game changer? I don't know. Could he have a three three catch fifty yard game in, in the NC in the NFC? Semi uh, second round game, sure. He, yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones is a solid player, but Chase Young is a different animal. And I, I just, uh, what's not to love about this deal? Currently, 49ers, they are blitzing at the 29th rate in the league and they're still ninth in pressure rate. So they're getting home without the blitz. That's what they want. Problem is, their secondary has been getting cooked up the last couple of weeks. Um, and, and, you know, if you're, if you're a Washington Commanders fan, um, Obviously, this is a day where, you know, you assume Ron Rivera's putting his house on the market and he knows that all signs are pointing to his time in Washington being over. They went and traded Chase Young and they got a third-round compensatory pick. That's it. You know the compensatory picks are at the end of the round. So 32 teams, 32 times 3, 96. That's after three rounds. And then the comp picks come. So, you know, let's just say best-case scenario. The 99th pick, 97th, whatever, is what you get in return for Chase Young. That is a horrible ROI for a guy you drafted second overall. Terrible. Now, Washington likes the fact that they have five picks in the first three rounds uh, next year, which is excellent. It's a good way to rebuild, but Rivera ain't going to be there to see it. I don't know if Eric Bieniemy will. A lot of questions in Washington. Now, they also, besides Chase Young, they also ship Montez Sweat, the immortal defensive end combos of Young and Sweaty. They uh, sent Montez Sweat to Chicago. And Chicago, because they don't know what the hell they're doing still. It's like they didn't learn their lesson last year with Chase Claypool. Remember, last year, the Bears are like, hey, we need some help for Justin Fields. Let's go get Chase Claypool. And everybody liked the deal because Claypool's kind of on the come up. But what they didn't know was Claypool, a bit of a knucklehead and, um, and thought really highly of himself. His rookie stats went to his head. The Bears gave up a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. That pick ended up being early 30s. You don't want to be giving up early 30s picks, especially for a guy like Claypool who, oh, by the way, has been a disaster with the Bears and is no longer with the team. He's gone. He's in Miami. So they basically just gave away a second-round pick. Well, what did the Bears give up for Montez Sweat?
0: All-State wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue, while you prep your meats.
2: The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets, and DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. I think you've got to look first and foremost at the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes giving up. Under a field goal against the Miami Dolphins in Germany. You got the Chiefs coming off a humbling, ugly loss where they did not score a touchdown offensively, and you got the Miami Dolphins in their high octane offense coming in. I think the only way to look is that Chiefs defense has been really underrated. Just an excellent stop unit and Patrick Mahomes in a rebound spot. Tough to pass that up. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight Fire. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code Fire. only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Remember, Chase Young just fetched a third-round comp pick. Montez Sweat, second-round pick from the Bears. It's like, guys, what are we doing? So you're not contending this year. You're not contending for anything. Oh, by the way, you are... Going to have to pay Sweat. Now, you could always franchise tag him, as the Niners could tag uh, Chase Young. You could tag Sweat, or you got to pay him. And it's like, what are the Bears doing? It just doesn't seem like smart business. Um, I guess if you are the Bears' front office, hey, guys, 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 um, as awesome as it would be to get the first and second overall pick or second and third or whatever it is, currently they're second and third, Arizona's one. As awesome as that would be, it's not a ringing endorsement for us here in the front office. What if they say, we don't trust you guys to be making the decisions? It's a little rash. It's a little quick, but that could easily happen. Are we seeing improvement? No. Bye. You're gone. Let's bring in someone else to make the picks. And trust me, you know, you're picking that high with Drake May and uh, Harrison out there. Like, somebody, they're not going to have a hard time getting someone really sharp to come in there and make the picks. So, I mean, listen, I don't totally get this, this Montez Sweat move. Um, let me look at, let me look up sweat here uh, uh yeah the bears it looks like have 10 sacks on the season so they can't get any worse that's the lowest in the league so sweat will be a is a nice addition um i i just what are we we're just getting a guy like i, I don't know it just it felt like an odd move um i and i guess if you're washington besides me Bash, and rivera i decided to look at the schedule just now and i'm like all right well Okay, they're three and five. The season's not over. Two of the losses are within a touchdown to the Eagles. So they're playing hard. Uh, but you have a bizarre loss, blowout loss to the Bears at home. Um, I don't know. Could we turn it around? Then you look at the schedule and you see two more games against Dallas, San Francisco, Miami, Seattle, and the Jets. All of those teams are definitely better than Washington. So right there, two, three, four, five, that's six more losses. So now you're looking at maybe six and 11. Okay, let's say you shock Seattle and the Jets. Eight and nine—is that getting you to the playoffs? And and that brings us to who they're competing with for the final spot: the Minnesota Vikings, um, who just made a move themselves. Obviously, with Kirk Cousins going down to the Achilles um, on Sunday against Green Bay, they they were rolling out Jaron Hall, the rookie from BYU, or as speculated on this podcast yesterday, Josh Dobbs from Arizona. Could he be trade bait? Could the the former NASA intern? with a 4.0 GPA at Tennessee, who majored in aerospace engineering. Could he be on the move? And yes! Dobbs goes to Minnesota uh, with a conditional seventh in exchange for a sixth-round pick. So basically, they get something uh, for Dobbs. It is uh, interesting. You know, they have Kyler Murray. They just drafted Toon. Like, they really don't have a need for Dobbs, not with Murray coming back. And so... You know, Arizona gets a pick, which is fine, a six-rounder. Dobbs goes to Minnesota. Can he jump right in and be a factor? That's the tough part. And, and this is, again, it's easy for me to play armchair GM and say I would go, I would tank. But I've been consistent with this. Like the Vikings last year built up equity in year one for the GM and coach. They made the playoffs. They won, I think, 11, 13 games. I don't know. They hosted a playoff game. They lost. And then it was like, okay, we'll move on from Kirk. We got some options. We've got equity. Let's tank, get a quarterback, and start this over, which makes sense. You could now do that with Cousins down for whatever reason. They said, oh, let's go get Josh Dobbs. Well, it didn't cost them a lot, but it's not like Josh Dobbs is going to get you. What are you getting exactly? Like out of Josh Dobbs. You're not winning the division. The Detroit Lions have it locked up. So now at best, you're fighting for that seventh wild card spot. Okay. And, and what? Like, let's say Detroit wins uh, the number one seed and the number two seed's Philly. Uh, the Vikings have to go on the road to Philly with Josh Dobbs? I mean, to be what, like a nine-and-a-half-point underdog and get smashed 30-10? to 10? That's the excitement of making the playoffs. And now, because you won, I don't know, let's say eight or nine games, you're picking 20th. You're not getting a quarterback there. Well, so I don't understand to what end are you doing that? So you're now four and three. If you just trot out Hall, you try your best, you don't rush Justin Jefferson back, you win maybe six games. And now you're looking at, oh, we're drafting in the 9, 10, 11 range. And it gets a little bit exciting because you've got some options there. Now, there, I, I actually really like where Minnesota is on other fronts because, I don't know, um, Kevin O'Connell... Was with the Rams. I don't know that he'd go for an older quarterback, but what if the Rams want to move off of Matt Stafford? Matt Stafford, Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson in that division. I they got options. Kyler Murray could be an option if Arizona moves off of him. Um, I joked on the herd. Mac Jones. What if Bill Belichick said, "We're done with Mac. He's on his rookie deal. He's all yours." Would O'Connell t- tinker with that? That, like they've got a lot of options, including, and I know this is not going to be loved by people in Minnesota, but there's a reality where they just say, hey, uh, Justin Jefferson, we love you, but we're not signing you to the, like the richest wide receiver contract ever. Like that's not getting teams anywhere. We will trade you somewhere and we'll get, I don't know, if Devonte Adams last uh, March of 2022 fetched a first and a third, what is Jefferson getting you? A first, second, and fifth? Uh, two ones? I don't know. He's getting you a lot. And, you know, whoever gets
0: Caleb Williams, Drake May, they go
2: all in. Maybe the Carolina Panthers are willing to give up a lot for Justin Jefferson. I, I personally wouldn't.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage,
2: Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest-growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last-minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download Game Time, And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, Concerts and comedy shows across the country. Download the Game Time app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the Game Time app and enter code JMAC. That's J M A C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed the Vikings are in a great spot where they can they can wheel and deal and you know they can do whatever they want. I, I, I kind of like where the Vikings are. Arizona, obviously, in, in a sweet spot. Uh, so those are the big trades that happened in the NFL. Nothing really moved any lines. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I'm feeling optimistic about the Niners. I think coming off the bye against San Fran, Chase Young motivated to hang out with his former college buddy, Nick Bosa. And uh I would expect that San Francisco defense to be turned up. Debo Samuels back, Trent Williams, you would assume, is back. Niners click on all, all cylinders. Remember, they started last year four and four, peeled off nine straight wins. Now they're five and three. Do they get hot again and make a run at maybe home field advantage in the NFC? Um, all right, with the NFL done, I would like to go quickly to this James Harden deal and I, I, let's start with the positive because I like to think I'm a positive guy. I'm trying to see the good in everyone and not be Mr. Negative. But I, I don't understand how this is not considered a, a big win for the L.A. Clippers. Uh-huh. So we got Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook. And I know all of the – well, I'm sorry. Two of the guys are past their prime in Harden and Russ – Uh, PG is always injured and Kawhi is always injured. Let's just say everybody's healthy in the West. Every team won't happen, but let's just say that the Clippers have options. They can go, Hey, let's go ultra. Let's, let's go small with Terrence Mann and Harden in the backcourt, Paul George and Kawhi. And let's get PJ Tucker who was in the James Harden trade. Let's get PJ Tucker and put him at center against Jokic. And I had to look this up. Um, Denver has really dominated the L.A. Clippers. This is crazy. The last 14 games, Denver's won 12 of them. And the last five by double digits. If you are the Clippers, you're building a team to battle Phoenix and Denver. Those are the two best teams. There's really—nobody has an answer for Jokic. I mean, Anthony Davis gets bodied by him, okay? Uh, if, If he's a Zubac, cannot hang with Jokic. Now, PJ Tucker, who's built like a fire hydrant, I don't know if he can hang with Jokic, but he is. That's like his prototype. I am a small, tough guy. You cannot move me on the block. I, I, I'm rugged and I will battle you. I, it's a. It's not a great matchup, but as far as teams in the West, like like Dallas has nobody to match up with like with with, with Nikola Jokic. And the thing about having PJ Tucker is, who is Jokic going to guard when the Clippers come down in that five man lineup? You're gonna, you're not gonna have him chase Kawhi. You could put PJ Tucker in the corner. Well, Jokic has to guard him because Tucker can make corner threes. And then you got Paul George. You can't guard him. Uh, Terrence Mann. Like that's a lethal lineup. Um, Suns Clippers would be phenomenal basketball with Beal and Durant and Booker. Like I, I, again, this is pie in the sky. Clippers being healthy. Ha ha ha. Jason, that never happens. Let's be real. If they are healthy, that five man lineup is pretty nasty. Now, I know people are going to say, well, where's Russell Westbrook in that? Well, kind of a non shooter. Um, I like Russ coming off the bench. I don't know if he's going to like it, but uh, I would have Russ coming off the bench. I've still got Norm Powell on this team. Like the Clippers, they got a lot of talent, guys. I, <laughs> I'm not a Clippers fan. You know that. But for, for the Clippers, there's a massive win. You did not give up Terrence Mann in the trade. That's a win. That's a huge win. So if I'm a Clippers fan, and there are not many of them, I, I think you really have to say, holy cow, guys, let, let's just let's just be calm because we don't know where Kawhi is going to be. We don't know where Paul George – we have no idea what these kids are going to be like come playoff time. So maybe we need to like just slow our roll, remain calm, and you know what? I think we got a shot here. I think we have a legitimate shot at finally breaking through and getting to the finals. It's been an unlucky run since Kawhi and Paul George got to the Paper Clips. You know, they, the injuries galore. It just hasn't come through. There was the bubble choke against Denver. Um, I, 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 I don't. You know, I don't like like the Clippers. Um, and I know all Harden does is meltdown in the postseason. That's fine. Paul George's last time in the postseason, not pretty. Kawhi's always hurt. Um, we'll see. Uh, I just, if I'm a Clippers fan, I'm stoked about this deal. This is, it's good. And and by the way, we know Kawhi's going to miss 20 games because he just does. We know Paul George is probably going to miss 15, 20. you st- If one of those guys is out, you still have Harden, Westbrook, the other one. That's really strong. That's formidable. This team should, should win 50 games now that they have Harden. Because Harden, say what you will about his uh, postseason vanishing act, he shows up in the regular season and delivers. The guy led the NBA in assists, I think, last year and two years ago, or maybe it was two years ago. But, like, this is a great deal for the Clippers. Now, let's go to the Sixers. Sixers fans love this trade. Oh, Daryl Morey is the man. Oh, my gosh, we have so much cap space. We got Batum, and we got Covington, we got Morris, all in this trade for Harden. Uh, And then you toss in Korkmaz. We got 45 mil in cap space. Hello, let's go cap space. It's funny. The NBA Twitter goofballs. These guys love two things. Future draft picks and cap space. Like that is the win. And for Daryl Morey, he's going to call this a win. And Jason, you just said you like having options. Sixers have options. I get that. I totally get that. That is something to be happy with. But it comes a time where it's like, okay, Joel Embiid was the MVP. He's been around the block. This is, what, five, six, seven years in the league now. Can we get to a conference finals? Can we just stop constantly thinking about the future and live in the present? Who are the Sixers better than among the contenders in the East? They're not better. This trade does not make them better than Boston. Getting cap space and Robert Covington in the rotation does not make you better than Boston. Getting cap space and future picks does not make you better than Milwaukee. What this does for Daryl Morey is he's attempting to get a stay of execution with Joel Embiid. Because everybody around the league knows, and they've been talking about it for months, that Joel Embiid is friendly with Harden, was unhappy with what went down, is unhappy with the constant nonsense in this organization, be it Ben Simmons, James Harden, They've never, the Jimmy Butler disaster when they lost him, they never have been able to figure it out. They just can't. And from Joel Embiid's perspective, he's sitting here wasting away like, guys, what, what am I, Tracy McGrady? Putting up huge numbers, getting all NBA recognition, and I can't get to a finals? Like T Mac in his prime, remember, he couldn't go anywhere. And he was with Daryl Morey, by the way. Um, like, you come out of this, and Daryl Morey's basically going. To Embiid and saying, guess what? 45 million cap space. Anybody becomes available at the deadline. I don't know. Carl Anthony Towns. we can go get him. Any big time star, Donovan Mitchell becomes available. We can go get him. That's a, that's a selling point. We can go get him. We've got options, which is great. But Joel Embiid's going to look back at him and say, dude, y- y- we've had options here for like six, seven years now. Can we just win? Can we do this now? Boston went and got Porzingis and Drew Holiday. Milwaukee went and got Dame Lillard. You got me cap space and future pet draft picks. Really? They're trying to win now. What are we doing? And then at that point, Morrie's like, "Well, oh, next off season, who wants to come on the market?" Just the way that they went and got Drew Holiday and they went and got Dame Lillard and all this stuff. We can have. We can go get whoever we want. We've got options. I just wonder. When Joel Embiid is going to be sick and tired of hearing about the future. What's wrong with the present? Why is there no present? And that's why as a Sixers fan, yeah, I get it. You're excited about a. Hold on, let me just to make sure I get this right. You're excited. You've got a 2028 unprotected first round pick. 2028. Will the world still be spinning on its axis in 2028? Will Daryl Morey still be with the Sixers? And yes, Jason, ha, 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 it's five years away. Let's be real. It'll be four years away here in two months. Okay, got it, got ya. Also, um, the Clippers have an owner who spends more money than anyone in the NBA. Money is no object to Steve Ballmer, the Microsoft guy, okay? Do you really think that he's willing to go build that new facility? They will be going into the new facility here in a year. And you think he's not going to spend everything in his power to just keep this thing afloat and buy whoever he needs to? Do you really think this 2028 unprotected is going to be like a top five pick? Is it, what kind of dream world are you living in? Oh, well, Kawhi's is going to be old. Who the hell knows where Kawhi Leonard's is going to be in four years? He might be out of the league. You know, uh, Russell Westbrook's Almost certainly will be Adelie. but there's always new guys and money talks. And Ballmer's going to go get whatever he wants. I, I, I just I cannot get excited about. I I, I I started reading that they got a bunch of second round picks, and I'm like, how many? How many second round picks? Four, five, six. Who cares? What are the, What did the Sixers do to get better today? And the answer is, oh well, I don't know, nothing. We we got, we got um Joel Embiid, and and we got the kid from Kentucky who's lighting it up. And, 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 you know, we got that overpaid guy who used to play for the Clippers, um, Tobias Harris. We got guys. I don't know, man. They 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 were up on Boston 3-2 last year and couldn't close them out. And that was with Harden. And now the roster's gotten weaker. So, I mean, listen, I, I totally understand it. You love the cap space and the potential to go after people in the offseason and at the deadline. You love the 2028 first round pick from the Clippers. It's unprotected. Oh, that could be so good. It could be, it could be amazing. <sighs> I don't know. I, I just, I can't rock with you there. Yes. The, Daryl Morey did get one win. He did not take on any bad salary, which is, all, which is a huge win, but I just see one team got better in the now with the Clippers. And one team is still selling hope for the future. And that's the Sixers. And that's all they've been able to sell for a while now. So kind of disappointing times. Uh, if you're a Sixers fan, um, I, I don't see any world where the Sixers are legitimately contending for um, uh, the, the the NBA Finals this year. I suppose, you know, an injury here, an injury there, and all of a sudden the Sixers find themselves finally in the conference finals. Um, you know, it, it's just, I, I don't, I don't get it if I'm a Sixers fan, like. The potential to lose Joel Embiid is very real. I would say Joel Embiid is more likely to get lo- leave the Sixers than he is to get to the finals with the Sixers. Is that a fair fair statement? Like, they're good. They they can contend for a spot. Obviously, Maxi's ascending. I'm not ready to put him in All NBA category just yet. Although after three games, he's certainly playing like it. Um, I don't know. I just I would rather go for the glory now. The way the Clippers are as opposed to um, selling hope to Joel Embiid down the road. All right, busy midweek podcast. Um, I'll be eating Halloween candy if you need me. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
3: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.